0: Greetings fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The scenario is The Great Trap. It was written by Heinrich D. Moore, and it's available from Drive-Thru RPG. Our keeper of arcane lore is Julian Arba, and this is episode one. But before we begin, we have some new patrons. Gextroll has pledged $5 a month. Jochen Euler Uh, And Roderick Ayers have each pledged $3 a month, and Christopher Bells has pledged $1 a month. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gextrol, Jochen, Roderick, and Christopher. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness.
1: Julian? Thank you, Tom. So the scenario begins uh, in Chicago um, at the latter part of August. Um, Each of you are paid a visit by uh, a lady who introduces herself as Virginia Peasley, and she says that she is a personal attorney of a Professor Osterman who works at the University of Chicago. Um, She has in her possession a photograph of a letter, and this letter is quite odd because It is dated June 21st, 1897, which is 30 years prior, and it also bears all of your signatures.
2: My 21st of June, 1897. My dear friends, what will be almost 30 years ago relative to you has been but a few short years for me since that horrible night with Walter and Ursula when whatever that thing was took him. I have confirmed with you that this much I cannot say, but otherwise must hold my tongue until the appropriate time. Know that you have shared with me the terrible knowledge, more profound indeed in many ways than what I learned at poor Walter's expense. Please let me repay the favor so you can do what you must. Join me at my residence June 10th, 1927 at nine in the morning. I've enlisted a Miss Peasley to assist in this matter. Though she is quite young, you have assured me that she will prove adequate to the task. Lastly, I here include both my signature and yours, so you may know the genuineness of this letter. And yours throughout time, Admare Boston.
1: And (laughs) those, that is my signature. Yes, and what she shows you... I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: I apologize. I was just going to ask what today's date was, if it was June 10th today
0: or. It was August, late August.
1: It's, it's, it takes her a few days to get through to you all. So um, by about the third of June, she's gotten around to each of you to uh, present you with this letter. Um, She doesn't have a whole lot of information. She just has the letter and was given instructions to seek you all out and show you the letter and uh encourage you to come visit Dr Osterman at his residence because he wanted to he's quite confused about this letter he doesn't really understand why he got it either
0: which obviously got some kind of hoax I don't know how they reproduced our signatures but
3: that's
0: a forgery. You, do there, we there know people who are very uh, scared of that kind of thing? I, do we know
1: well, Osterman oh. Um uh, if you have any connections with the University of Chicago, you probably do. Oh,
0: okay. Um, so I know who he is.
1: Yeah, he's um professor at the University of Chicago. I co- taught courses in physics and astronomy.
0: Me too. Mm-hmm. So we would know each other.
1: Yeah. Um Go ahead. Uh, do do a knowledge roll, Tycho, on him.
0: Uh, forty-four. My knowledge. We rearranged everything. Um, yeah, forty-four out of seventy. That's a regular. Okay. Okay.
1: It's One of the Osterman. things you kind of you know about Osterman is you've heard rumors about. Uh, that. In 1922, um, he was in an automobile accident and um, lost all his memories, motor functions. uh, And it was just a very weird accident to to have it severely.
0: Yeah. Did he lose his mathematical and physics knowledge um what you heard was that he had to relearn
1: basic functions talking speaking and even eating so it was a pretty severe accident that that he was involved in
0: but he is still currently a professor um he's
1: currently still a professor but you do also know that he's he's on an extended medical leave okay at this, okay. At no, this time
2: is that something that you share with all of us dr all
0: my guess is since we've re- received the letter or seen the letter from his peaslee we've probably discussed it in our book club yeah um, but that's yeah. that's you know, interesting I, that's... he's not a man that i would consider a practical joker no, and the but the
3: thing is, this was this is dated before I was even born. It's not possible. I think this is a joke or a forgery or something.
0: Well, and look at the quality yeah, your signature, of the letter, Julia, itself. is a
2: bit of a puzzlement. I mean, I was alive at that time.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. but the the quality of the paper then. is old. But
2: his his condition, this.
0: Well, he was I, in a car
2: I've experienced something like that.
0: You've had a amnesia?
2: Yes, quite prolonged one. Well,
0: oh, that's interesting. Yeah. While I, I was I, driving
2: is when it came on. Or so I'm told. I don't remember. That's the problem.
0: It's a medical condition I haven't heard that much about. I While you were driving? Seemed-
2: That's what I am told. Again, there's there's five years of my life I don't recall at all.
0: Wow. Well,
2: kind of the uh, one of the things that drove me to starting this book club in the first place.
0: If to be honest
2: um, with you, there's strange things that occur.
0: If H.G. Wells had any insight into time travel. I would say it almost sounds like he's trying to convince us that he traveled back in time 30 years. And this is his Mm -hmm. proof that he has our signatures. How old is
4: Professor Osterman now?
0: Oh, I'd say he's... GM?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking... uh, Let's put him in his 60s.
4: He's in his sixties, so he remembers that year, but I do not. I was alive, <clears throat> remember it? Um, does anyone know a, a Walter a, or an Ursula?
2: I I don't see. I was I was in my
5: twenties.
4: I at the was also was young.
5: Yeah, yeah, me too. I uh, I mean, uh, I Julia don't, I don't pointing out that she wasn't anything. born. Like, uh, yeah, I. When I saw the letter, I, uh, I it was troubling. I, I was worried that I made some promise that I'd forgotten about. I've been trying to think. It was it was my early twenties. I was either in Egypt or South America or somewhere. I could have very easily been involved in all this. But yeah, I mean, it, it's sounding like a hoax. This is we're talking it's, some fantastical stuff. Time travel. Any any reason for his hoax? The five of us
2: specifically is is intriguing, but it's the I want to go not necessarily to find out with this hoax letter, but I want to talk to him about what happened to him. If he's come out of this amnesiac state, perhaps he knows more about what happened to him than I know what happened to me, because I believe there might be some similarities. It's odd though.
4: Alden, yeah. do you know any of the specifics of the accident? Was he Driving? Were there other injured parties, et cetera?
0: No, it's, I've only heard bits and pieces, rumors. I mean, in as much as, you know, I knew that he was injured or previously injured. Um, I likewise was only 18 when the letter was supposedly written. And I'm sure that my signature would have changed over time. Well, yeah.
5: Nathaniel, um, so, driving is a strange coincidence, but did you have trouble with motor functions? No, here,
2: again, I, I don't remember. I'm told that I was, from what I understand, I was driving. Again, lost control of the vehicle. Had to relearn how to talk. Had to relearn how to walk. These basic functions. Uh, but then I... I did various things. I, apparently I was quite a, became quite the medievalist in those five years, but I
0: would you say that you're back I don't tomorrow? recall it at
2: all. I mean, I it, for, for me, it was as though I it was one moment I was driving the car and the the next that I had woken up somewhere else okay like wait I, in five years impressions of, of strange strange dreams perhaps when i try to think back and it gives me a slight headache very very strange i when wouldn't you... give it too much credence i mean the mind can create so many different things in our recollection i but at that time, is mostly a blank for me. Those five years, I don't know what became of them.
0: When you attempted to re-educate yourself, did you find that, you know, you kept telling yourself, "Oh, I remember this piece of information," you know, as if you were regaining it in your mind. Well,
2: so the, the problem, I do not remember being re-educated at all. I see, Heiko. I just recall driving. I recall suddenly being elsewhere. And people told me, and it was quite shocking to hear that five years had, had passed and that I had lived some kind of other life.
5: Yeah. Well, and I don't so, know what
2: occurred during the re-education process. I, I hope that this man, this ostracism does.
5: Yeah, well, do. Tycho said back in 22, correct? So his five years are up now. That's that's an interesting
2: parallel to in the five span years. of time. i wonder, I wonder yeah. if what happened to me has happened to him. Well this this, this letter was to
5: get our attention, and I think I can say that he's gotten it. I don't know I don't know
2: about the four of you again, I just feel this connection to him now almost instinctually uh, with this shared malady
0: or experience. But the four, I mean, he's, he's not exactly a social sort of individual, but, uh, I mean, I do work at the same university. I've met him a number of times. We've probably even had lunch. Um, But he certainly didn't seem to me some kind of, you know, prankster. Uh, We're not close enough for him to be a prankster with us. I I I might have mentioned that we have a book club, but I mentioned that to everybody.
3: I'd be more concerned about the deterioration of his mental state more than anything else at this point. But I think it's worth checking on him.
0: What? yes what? it would be it would be
3: interesting
2: to see his mental state Juliet, because like again speaking from what happened to me i after that time had elapsed i was just myself again
0: can you think of anyone else that would want to perpetrate such a hoax what they would have to go through to do this i mean to forge to...
2: all of our signatures that's quite that's quite a lot of uh, very specific research to what
0: end and to what end
6: exactly
0: well I guess we'll find out um
2: what is your what do you think about this Flint
4: uh I I am um I you obviously uh, uh, can can I do a retroactive, psychology role on Ms. Peasley to see whether I buy her involvement. Sure. That'd be fine. Oh, I, I rolled a six. So I see very clearly.
1: Very nice. Um, yeah. Virginia seemed very genuine in her presentation to you. Um, mm-hmm. she seemed like that she was concerned about Dr. Osterman and, um uh, that when she presents this letter that it arrived in the mail uh, and he is confused about, about why he received it in the first place. And so he's reaching out to him for assistance uh, in that. But her, her demeanor seems on the level. Yep. And, and the letter had
4: implied that she had some role to play as well on the goings on and she's confused but curious about that.
1: Yeah, she's she's his personal attorney.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and uh Tycho can can chime in that, that um she's been taking care of his estate uh as she's, she's on a retainer,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she's oh, on retainer. Sure. Right. Uh,
4: it's
2: and, interesting and so if I understand correctly, it seems that he's again if what happened to me happened to him and it is some kind of documentable phenomenon as I kind of always hoped that it would be his period of amnesia has finished and then he receives a letter seemingly written from himself
0: as if he always knew us And and then we'd had some sort of encounter with one another and we were adults all those years ago I have no memory loss that I know of all no right. one's ever said you know, that I had lost my memory uh,
2: Julian when how far in the past was my amnesia when did that occur when my character my my age on this is listed as 53 about how old was I when it happened
0: okay don't have a date you don't
2: remember (laughs) yeah that's i mean that's i mean i would remember when people started telling me five years had passed
1: in the blink of an eye yeah we'll put this yeah we'll put this as um wait a minute let me check this really quickly
2: because I just want to be sure, because I mean, my character was old enough to be an adult when this letter was supposedly written. And yeah. so if my five years of amnesia line up with this letter signing, like it's feasible. I signed, I literally signed this and don't remember it.
5: That's what I want. That's what I want to check. Yeah. It's yeah. also feasible no. for me. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No, your amnesia does not correspond with the date of this letter. No. Okay. It's, it does not.
2: Spencer, did you also have a spell of amnesia
5: or no no just um lots of travel, years blurred together. Um I see. Yeah, live life. It's crazy.
2: Oh, I say I say we go meet this fellow. See we can well, level this out. The... This is this is almost I mean, this is quite akin to the things that we like to read about and discuss.
0: Well, it's not unusual. It it's is. not not as strange as some of the things that have been going on. Uh, both uh, Flint and I have been looking into some really odd signals that we've been receiving over the radio telescope. Um, my colleagues think that I'm a bit nuts, but they do sound like they have a pattern to them. And I don't know if that if that actually means we could be, you know, finally in communication with the people that live on Mars.
2: oh it's it's from what i understand uh, and correct me if i'm wrong it, it takes like quite a great deal of time to get anywhere relative oh. to the scale of the cosmos
0: well that's true about 20 minutes to get to mars 20 to 40 minutes depending on where it is in its orbit
2: I mean, I, I guess I would assume any kind of type of intelligent or language based signal.
0: Well, it's it's to any, it's, uh, it's arrogant of us to think that we're the only intelligent life out there. So, <laughs> who knows? We need to do more research. But I've it's got quite a, quite a quite a lot of research done. Yeah, there's. Plenty of people that have dedicated their lives to
5: performing something, to appease something unearthly. So is the date that we're supposed to
1: be there today? Um, We can say that that you all met up maybe about the 4th or 5th of June to kind of have a conversation about your interaction with Virginia Peasley. Um, Okay, she so, came to
4: us individually, right? So yes, yes. Yeah, she
1: visited you individually and had her conversation and showed you this this letter. Yes.
4: And the the letter is not a facsimile. It's a it's a document. The inks are in our signatures. Are they the same? Is it all black ink and
1: yeah, everything if you kind of examine the letter, um yeah, everything matches up with the handwriting, seems consistent. Um, and, uh, the only differences in the handwriting would be your individual signatures at the bottom. Um, is it,
2: is it clear from a handwriting analysis if I, who drafted the letter? Like our signatures are all, are all different, but is it, can we tell which individuals supposedly wrote out the text?
1: Yeah, you could, um. The, the handout's kind of stylized, but yeah, looking at this letter, you could say that um, Dr. Osterman probably probably wrote, wrote it. it. Yeah.
2: and then Supposedly, we all signed this.
0: Also, yeah. since we're dealing in the weird, you notice also that it's June 21st, which is the summer solstice? Mm. Not that that really has any significance other than be interesting to find out how close Mars was on that day okay so, so you're
2: Mars the Mars connection yeah you seem uh rather convinced. All a that
0: sideline that's just my speculations did the Martians make Nathaniel lose his memory I don't know maybe they're just calling us trying to say hello
6: that'd be uh,
5: neat and I'd talk
0: to them to the best of
4: your knowledge Nathaniel, Nathaniel when you were had your injury was there anyone else in the vehicle and did the authorities have an understanding of what caused the accident
2: no I I from what I understand I was just alone driving when they found me I was Babbling, incoherent, had to relearn how to walk, had to relearn how to chew my food.
5: Yeah, like so very I, completely,
2: I just completely lost all motor skills. Um, and, and then they go after once the Once they relearned them all, no no physical harm was done to me. That wasn't the car, what happened after I lost any consciousness or whatever happened um, lost motor skills the ability to talk and so on the card did like
0: a stroke
2: crash into anything sounds like you had a stroke I was just found like that but then it's this once I recovered it's like I that wasn't myself I you know I was i I'm told I read a lot of medieval texts
4: in the yeah. period of your recovery, you became a medievalist. Do you remember what you learned during that period?
5: No, no, it sounds I, like I, someone else lived in your body for five years, like your <laughs> mind escaped you.
0: Well, you have some sort of and that's,
2: that's an interesting way of putting it. Physical, I, there may be some under, I mean, there's a lot of um talk these days about the subconscious and psychoanalysis. I mean, it could be perhaps some dormant part of the brain rose up and took control for a bit. Um, Just some other Uh, part of myself that's inaccessible to me now. It's resubmerged back to the subconscious, but I don't remember um, those medieval texts. I don't specialize uh, in medievalism. That's not my my focus.
5: That's just it, is that it's like the medieval you can't exist at the same time as the regular you
2: yeah only only one can be in the uh the ego so to say to have yeah. some kind of framing on it it might uh, also
0: be a reoccurring thing that in five years you'll lose your memory of this and start all over again I, that's
2: been mm-hmm. an anxiety for all these years Tycho. I, I, so, I yeah. feared that it's a, a condition that could re-emerge
4: mm-hmm Mr. you are you familiar with the um, the case of Phineas Gage?
5: I don't believe I am. No,
4: he was a, a railroad worker. Uh, a little bit before this letter was supposedly written, he um, he, he inadvertently struck a uh, explosive charge with a tamping rod, and it oh. shot through his skull, removing a matter from here to here or so uh and remarkably survived the incident but his personality changed entirely he became uh he had always been a a warm gregarious likable type but he became impulsive unkind generally Hmm. a bastard um because of the brain injury presumably uh but it's possible if one had an injury that healed one could have temporarily interested in some subject or, or learn some things and then when the body adjusted somehow those things were cut off
0: huh. but yeah there's very, very little we know about how the brain works
5: yeah i wonder i wonder how much that um, impacted memory though whether he was able to remember his old self
4: it's i i don't i don't recall offhand but i uh there were published accounts at the time he was but notorious maybe it's worth looking into course, I imagine then, yeah. he doesn't remember the event I'm sure he doesn't remember the injury
0: none mm-hmm. of that seems to explain though how a letter from 1897 uh, with our signatures can exist unless it's some sort of folks or, or,
2: no. or it's or it's a a, a typo
5: you know perhaps well, and from a nice 19. young lady that wasn't even born yet. But no, that's. I wasn't even
3: born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Flint was I very young. I, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't I was 18.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. We have a lot of questions to ask Mr. Osterman. Okay. Professor okay. Osterman. Yeah. So you all are scheduled to
1: meet at his residence on June 10th at nine in the morning. Um, In the nights leading up to your meeting with Dr. Osterman, um, you all experience a dream. And in your dream, you see purple-tinged fog. And it starts to reveal a portal. And Attending the portal is some kind of guardian in shimmering robes. And and as you look through this portal, you can actually see visions of yourself, silent images of yourself in the the portal. Some of them you recognize and some of them you don't remember ever having participated in. Um, the The guardian beckons you forward and he asks do you, Do you wish to enter
0: the gate? What's inside? Um, he says
1: I'm... it offers you opportunity.
0: well one always wants an
4: opportunity in in this dream are we alone or are we in a group
1: you are uh and this is an individual dream but it's a
0: shared a shared dream yeah well I'd like to go through okay uh what
1: what does this Guardian appear to be he appears to be more of a, a shimmering shade, a hooded figure in, in black robes. Um, but it, there's a, a an underlying shimmer of um, kind of like an electric current, it looks like, that's shimmering through him. Um, Is the face covered by his cloak? Yes, you can't really see any sort of facial features. It's... Would you say that this figure was frightening um he does appear to be frightening from his visual perspective but he does not he's not presenting himself to you in a frightening position my in
4: my dream I do not feel menaced necessarily no No. right well if Uh, he's not menacing then I assume I want to go through the portal and discover what's
1: there where where am I You are... where you are supposed to be, right now.
2: But if I'm where I'm supposed to be, why go through the portal?
1: To take you to the next destination. To opportunity. And who are you? I am the guardian of this gate.
3: Do the choice to enter a, is
1: yours. Do we have go a ahead.
3: sense that we're dreaming? Or does this feel real?
1: It's... You think you're dreaming because you do remember going to bed. But... Okay. This seems to be a little bit more real than right. the dream would, would be.
0: Dream.
3: I'll go through.
1: Okay. I
2: i mean if if i'm seeing myself doing things i don't remember doing i i feel like i i want to see i want to know what happened to me okay this crazy dream logic that seems like the way to go about doing that so i will very with great trepidation ease through it
5: okay and uh, at the very first question of, do you want to go through? Spencer says yes, thank you, and goes in.
1: Okay. How does this? Did Flint decide to go through? I forget. You did. So we'll start with with Doctor Tycho. Um. So as you enter this portal, describe an event in your character's past a terrible moment that did not happen, but might have.
0: There was the time I was around maybe uh, 22, when I very nearly burned down my parents' house uh, while... uh, In a fit of anger, I had knocked over an oil can and uh, lit it on fire because I was uh, disgruntled with them, and the house caught fire and uh, burned with them inside. It's not what happened, but that's what might have happened, and it would have been my fault.
1: Uh, Professor Daystrom, what is your terrible event that did not happen but might have?
6: Oh,
2: there was there was a moment when I was traveling, uh, doing my doctoral thesis research, um, documenting uh, tribal cultures in the Amazon. Uh, river basin where I was stepping back. uh, So I'm taking a photograph and I almost went over the rail. And I don't know, I could have drowned, I could have um, been harmed by the fish that that live in that river there's there's all who knows what would have happened to me if i went overboard i almost did
1: um Bent Larson, marson what's your terrible event uh, i guess
4: the what i have often thought of as a a very close call um was uh when I was uh 21 22 uh I was um ice skating with some friends uh in uh up in a lake in upstate New York and one of my friends who was less experienced crashed through the ice uh and they we managed to get him out before um anything terribly terribly bad happened but of course the ice was weak as we approached and uh you know several large cracks formed in it uh and if I hadn't had a couple of friends holding my ankles as I was reaching toward him I definitely would have gone in to the lake as well and it was bitterly cold um I feel as though I uh owed a little bit of a debt to my good fortune on that
1: afternoon. Julia, what terrible thing did not happen but could have?
3: I'm standing in a, a room, a dark room surrounded by my family. The people that I know love me and support me and uplift me And a dagger is placed into my palm, pressed there. And Jefferson comes forward and says, it is time to show your faithfulness. Can you do what is expected of you? Will you give yourself to the children of Pythagoras? And I think it's a test. It feels like it's a test, but everyone is staring at me. And maybe it's not a test. Maybe this is being demanded of me. This feels real. And I center myself and I take a deep breath. I close my eyes and I think, is it worth it? Am I going to give my life to this family, the people that I've known for years? And I think, yes, I will. Jefferson loves me. They love me. They would give themselves for me, I should give myself for them. And I press the blade to my throat and I can feel a trickle of blood come and my hand is stayed and Jefferson appears radiant before me, radiating joy. You've passed the test, Julia. Welcome to the family.
1: Excellent. And lastly, Spencer Rasslin.
5: Oh, back in my early 20s, when I was traveling the world, wasting my family's money, um, I was somewhere in Indonesia, an area that I was completely unfamiliar with, with um, uh, people whose language I didn't speak. And I was interested in their faith and beliefs. And with the help of a guide who could barely speak my own language, he guided me to some remote tribe. Um, we feasted, I danced. And then as the sun started to go down, um, they started killing people and cannibalizing and I could tell that I was one of the targets and I was just able to get away and run out into the forest, lost and alone and scared, and I just ran and ran until morning. Okay.
1: And so as you go through the that's what you see. These images that you've just described. And a figure or a voice from behind you speaks to you and says, I am um at toil the prolonged life. Do you bear the silver keys? And when he asks this question, is when you Remember signing a letter in the company of a man who was once a friend and is now a stranger. And as you're remembering that, you see in front of you the image shift. And you see yourself walking in a very strange landscape. It's very bleak. And there are strange towers that spire up into the sky. And you start to hear trumpets from somewhere in the distance. And with the blaring of those trumpets is when your dream comes to uh, an end. And you all may lose 1d3 sanity. And you will gain five luck.
0: Oh.
2: I lost three Sanity.
0: Lost three also. <laughs>
1: me as well.
3: <laughs> Sorry, gain gained five luck, you said?
1: And five luck, yes. You gained five luck. Thank you.
4: Only one Sanity for me.
1: Yeah. Okay. And so the morning of the 10th comes and you find yourself outside Dr. Osterman's 19th century townhouse in Chicago's Hyde Park neighborhood. And you're standing there on the doorstep, waiting to knock on the door.
6: i tell you,
4: I don't... Uh... I, I understood that I was curious about what this was all about, um, but it was sufficiently disturbing, apparently, that it interfered with my sleep. I had a dream about signing this document.
0: As uh, did I. As, well. as did I.
2: Greatly disturbing theory. dream.
4: There was a figure mysterious figure
0: purple fog purple fog my parents house burning
2: like drowning in a river
0: oh you didn't have a house burning
2: no i i pictured myself uh during my doctoral studies uh i i remember in my life almost going over the edge but in this dream i went over the edge and drowned there in the dark
0: and also it's strange where they were they were memories that didn't happen i caused my parents home to burn down but that never happened mm -hmm. well here we are And um,
1: the door is opened by Virginia Peasley, and she greets you very warmly. And she's like, welcome. I'm so glad that you've decided to come. Please come in. Um, Dr. Osterman is waiting for you in his study.
0: It's nice to see you. Yes. Um, I hope, hope you've all been well. We've all been quite intrigued by this situation.
1: Yes, it's a very strange situation. Um, and and so, hopefully, uh, you all can, can help come to some kind of uh, resolution as to what this I, is.
2: Uh, before we go and meet him, uh, Miss Peasley, uh, I have been informed that uh, Mr. Osterman, or Dr. Osterman, my apologies, had some sort of spell of amnesia
1: recently. Yes, yes. About, it, it, it all happened about five years ago. Um, he was driving. Un, in, I can't explain what happened, but he wrecked his car. Um, physically, he was not hurt all that bad. And so the doctors were very puzzled about the extent of his injuries, uh, the amnesia, the inability to walk, talk. Eat. It was it was a very difficult time uh, that that first year, nursing him back to health and and getting him reacclimated to uh, to the world.
2: Well, that's uh, quite kind of you. That's that's uh going well beyond what one would expect of a uh, of an attorney in such a situation.
1: Uh, well, you know, I've he's been a very generous um patron to me personally um and uh so it's been been really good to to work with him and i've been very blessed to to have him as as my to has to have him as my boss Or oh, psychology. Intrigued. Yeah, sure. You can do definitely do that.
2: Fifteen is the hard success.
1: Okay. Yeah, everything with her presentation seems to be very genuine um about her appreciativeness and everything that she's done. Yeah. So she seems on the level.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just just curious to see if there was like Some kind of romantic something.
1: Oh, okay. now you don't really pick up on on the romantic part of it. Yeah. Actually, yeah.
2: Um, Did he... uh, After his recovery, did uh, Osterman act peculiarly? You've known him for years.
1: Well, yes, he he has changed a little bit. um, And she can point around the room and, and she can show you that, you know, well, he's, he's got some very particular interests in oddly shaped mineral rocks and she can point to all kinds of minerals and rocks that are all around the, the first room that you come in into. Um, and, keepsakes personal knickknacks that kind of stuff has all been moved and put into like the corner of the room not thrown there but stacked neatly and replaced with all of these mineral rocks that are in this room and so yes he's he's kind of taken up geology I I think it's it's a different very different mode of study than what he had previously been been working on
2: yeah so i uh i had a similar and he's still this interest in geology is persistent to today
1: yes he still has a has a particular interest in uh in in geology um he still is very interested in astronomy and physics um as you can see by by these books here and she points to a many different books in a lot of different languages on physics and astronomy. Um, um but he's also uh he's also taken with more older forms of study like astrology and alchemy.
2: Medieval texts.
1: Yes, yes, very old books. And and that's something that he's been collecting for the past past five years are books on astrology and alchemy very strange but it's what he likes to do so
0: always been a little peeved that the crackpots got the word astrology and not us Um, since we are in fact astrologers that use the stars and they aren't. <laughs> yes, but
2: you've uh, you've studied them incorrectly, for, uh you see you don't you don't fully appreciate the fact that as a Sagittarius uh, one, it.
0: <laughs> I'm just. You're a skeptic. <laughs> Naturally, so. Well, I don't want to delay any more. Let's meet, Mister Professor Osterman.
1: Yes.
2: Yes, Sorry, um, is it okay if I if I smoke in here? Or is oh,
1: sh- it- sure, not a problem. That's not a problem. There, there are some ashtrays in the in the study, so that's not a problem.
2: I don't know why it would be a problem, but
1: okay. yeah. Um, so she takes you into the study area where he is, um, and he looks the part of the academic type, dressed in slacks, tweed jacket. Um, And as you enter the room, he gets up to meet you. And you can see that he moves um, a bit stiff uh, as he gets out of the chair and moves towards you. Um, He's also uh, wearing an eye patch as well. Um, But um, he does, he greets you very warmly and and thanks you very much for coming. Um, I know that it was a, a very strange letter that that you all have uh have received uh and and so i am also a little bit perplexed as well um so i can i can give you sort of my theory on what i think has has happened actually if you were are interested in oh please this. absolutely yes, yes. um I have a theory uh, based on, based on some of my research um, that this letter may have come to us in this time period from a different time line than ours. Um, That may, maybe perhaps there's another timeline where uh, we have had more intimate contact and, and interactions.
4: Even if that were well, the case, uh, Ms. Chase, for example, isn't old enough to have signed this letter in the 1890s.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, um... it's kind of, of goes back to my research where it's about understanding the... the differences between objects that can potentially exist in two different universes. Um, Because time is not a single stream that passes for everyone. Um, It's different for different objects. And so I feel like that despite her age issue, um, that somehow uh, the timelines have become crossed
0: that's an odd and interesting theory as far as we know time only moves in one direction and uh well, say right multiple there. multiple universes yes parallel. and uh, god
2: that's an, that's an interesting metaphysical postulation uh Do you do you have much interest in studying metaphysics?
1: Um, I have I have some books here on the shelf that I have read through uh, dealing with metaphysics. yes, um, and uh, but but I believe that if my theories are correct that it is possible to breach the walls between these different universes and different timelines, um, which would explain why we got a letter from 1897 with the signature of someone who was not old enough to have signed it
2: cuz i want to stand up and go look at those books
0: wouldn't a more plausible explanation be that someone is trying to perpetrate a hoax on us as i i can understand that that would be a possibility
1: but um there is a man that I am uh, acquainted with. Uh, his name is Walter Kreutz. Um, he's a professional rival of mine um, who operates the Kreutz Observatory in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Um, and he had contacted me uh, several weeks ago, um, explaining about his some of his theories and some of the things that he was working on and which were very similar to what I was working on. Um, and we had what I thought was a constructive conversation. Um, and I, I have been in the process of constructing a specific device that will enable me to uh, breach these walls. Yes. And Walter was picking my brain about my particular device, trying to learn some of the secrets of it. Um, And the device actually disappeared from my home yesterday. And I believe that Walter Kreutz has stolen this device. He was in Wisconsin? Well, I don't know exactly where he had, he obviously has come here and stolen this device.
0: Um, this might be the Walter that's mentioned in the letter. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I do believe. Do you, know, do you know an Ursula?
1: I do, yes. yes. Ursula is his sister. The mm-hmm. probably more talented and intelligent sister.
0: Well, then, then could this be some hoax that he's perpetrating on us?
1: It's entirely possible. He is a rival. and but when um, it's...
2: What does your rivalry have to do with the five of us? These these titles of these books, do they like? Do I still have books laying around from when my amnesiac self was reading and purchasing things? Like, do these titles have any sort of familiarity to me?
1: Yeah, you can you can see that there's just a lot of a very old texts uh, dealing with alchemy, um, astrology. Um, and and different subjects of a very older, uh, you would consider less scientific nature than current Right,
2: science. but I, I mean, I've been under the impression that uh, not only was did I become a medievalist, but I became like a medieval metaphysics specialist in my amnesiac state. Is this the, the type of literature that I would assume would fall under that kind of overarching theme of medieval
1: metaphysics you see some you do see some books that that would deal with medieval metaphysics yes yeah more peculiar
4: yeah professor osterman do you think that uh, this uh that your home was broken into yes i do physical evidence of there being a
1: forced entry uh, yes, I was out yesterday doing business at the University of Chicago. Um, mm-hmm. So my home was empty. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, uh, Miss Peasley was not here uh, when my home was broken into. Uh, so we did we did actually discover uh, some remnants of, of breaking and entering. Yes.
0: Did he take the plans for your machine? Do you have schemata that you've drawn out? And... No, he took the theory? machine itself, actually. But you still have the plans how to build it. Uh...
1: I do, but it's taken me such a long period of time to construct this device, and I would, I would really like to have it back. Um, how long have you been working on this device? For five years. For five hmm. years?
4: Since your injury.
1: Yes, yes, my injury from several years ago. No,
4: well, you see,
2: that's interesting to me,
1: uh, Dr.
2: Osterman. I too underwent a period of my life of five years of amnesia.
1: Oh, that's quite interesting. Have you recovered? Yes,
2: yes, quite quite fine. I've just... Something about your recent life seems to have been something that's happened to me. I was under the impression that you would be in the recovery stage by now. It's, It's...
1: it's been a been an arduous uh five years and um I still suffer a little bit from from my original injuries yes but um but I feel feel like I'm doing much better um but yes I I just I'm certain that that Walter is just up to something there must be some particular reason that he's he's taken this object from me and yeah. and I I Given the circumstances and that I don't believe Walter and I are probably probably not on speaking terms, I, would would you all be willing to be a neutral third party visit Walter and see if he would be kind enough to return my my device?
2: What does your device course. look like?
1: So you the device. Yes, I could describe it for you it's it's sort of a sort of about three feet tall um weighs about a hundred kilograms and it's sort of a conical shape.
5: where were you keeping such a thing? Where was it stored?
1: Oh I have a, a, a research laboratory in the basement yes is what it a-
2: and is the it, purpose of this device is to breach the metaphysical barrier into different time stream dimensions.
1: Is it's, Um, that is kind of what I hope it to do. Um, uh, initially, I'm hoping to just uh, perform some measurements with it. Um, but eventually, my my eventual design is to uh, attempt to to breach the world of different
0: universes yes Um, by by what means what how how does it do this
1: well um that requires a particular deep dive into it but um ultimately the idea is that there are different different streams of time and each stream occupies is a different universe so they're all moving at different rates of speed, but also different events are happening in different time streams.
0: So.
2: And what, these initial measurements you wanted to take, what is exact, what exactly was it that you intended to measure?
1: Well, I was attempting to measure the different speeds to see if I could pinpoint where I am in relation to another point in a different universe. Because if I can measure those two points, then potentially I could build a bridge between the two points. It's kind of like two moving cars and they're moving at different speeds and you want to jump from one car to the next car. It's attempting to measure the different speeds so that you don't accidentally fall off the back when you jump and was
4: the machine approaching some degree of functionality
1: when it went missing yes i was i was um uh, very much putting the final touches on my my machine yes i was so you have more
4: than purely theoretical evidence that there is a parallel
1: time stream to ours um yes i i certainly do um and I feel like that this letter that we've received actually confirms that parallel time stream, because it had to have come from somewhere.
2: Right, right, of course. And, and this Walter fellow, he was working, uh, he was consulting you because he was interested in constructing a similar device?
1: I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that Walter and I are on the same path. I got the impression that Walter is attempting to do something different. Um he was very cagey with me and in, in what he was attempting to to do. Um it seemed that he was more prying into my personal research business. And how did he learn enough
4: about your progress to break into your home and steal your device?
1: Well, I during our conversation I I talked about my theories and what I had been working on and I guess he just made an educated guess and figured he would take his luck steal what I had. Well do you have
5: the
2: Oh I'd just be curious to see I mean we're not the detectives. I, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to begin finding this Walter
5: yeah I have I have a few questions um yeah of, of course as Nathaniel mentioned uh, the first is why not consult the police
1: um I didn't really want to involve the police I really wanted to keep this a very private personal matter
4: okay um, are relative strangers to you
1: well, Yes, this letter, this letter. Well, when I initially received the letter, it was simply to just have a conversation with you all and try to understand. Yeah, so before it went missing. Got the letter. And then yesterday, this device went missing. And so I must conclude that there must be some relationship between what Walter is doing, my research, and this letter somehow. Yes,
5: and uh, I, you received the letter in the mail. It was in a box or slipped through your door.
1: I received the letter just as I do every other letter that comes to the house. Okay, no return address. No return address, no.
5: Okay. It
4: was the postmark from 1897?
5: Yes, Is it was. A postmark. Okay. Wow. I was um, being facetious. <laughs> well. Uh, and so your your research, the device, all of it sounds frankly unbelievable to me, but um you're that's... you're accusing a man in another state of coming and robbing you um, why why not believe that the device fell out of our existence if that's the type of purpose that it does?
1: Well, I had not actually activated the device so. I don't think that that would have been a possibility to just vanish. No. Okay. Okay. You, well, discussed I'm, I'm, I haven't,
0: you discussed it at length with him? Yes.
1: Yes. Um, yes. Yes. I, I was discussing with Walter my theories and his theories. And unfortunately, I, looking back on it, I, I rather stupidly mentioned about my, my research and my, uh, the device that I was building, which I, in hindsight I probably should not have done that but I'm sorry yeah, Mr. That, Rasslin, that is the
2: that to. is the benefit of hindsight yeah I mean I, I it's blaming oneself for the actions of others I, I don't know how productive that is you, you didn't I know did, what didn't. exactly his intentions were
0: I didn't mean to interrupt you Mr Raslin um no not much. I was
5: just uh, saying that if if we're going to try and solve a burglary, then I would like to see the evidence you have of someone breaking into your house and going into the basement. Uh, they surely have checked other rooms before that. He wouldn't have known where your lab was, would
1: he? Well, I I pro- probably not. Um I don't remember telling him exactly where it was. Um it's in the but, basement. But it is in the
0: basement. Yes. It's- where your lab would always be, I suppose. Yes. Wouldn't yeah. not that much. Um I think it, it does make sense though that the one rival that you do have would be after sabotaging or stealing your work. Um yeah, it's a suitable suspect. Does
4: Kreutz have
1: an academic appointment? Um Does he teach somewhere? He does not teach somewhere. Um he is the uh owner and constructor of the Kreutz Observatory, which is in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Um you, you may remember um the the Chicago the Chicago World's Fair, which was in twenty seventh 1893? Yeah, 1893. Um that um, he had uh constructed a giant telescope uh he and his oh sister. yes i'm familiar yes and uh it was known as the great revealer of the solar system um and so that was constructed in 1893 and then shortly thereafter uh about 1897 i think the uh, the observatory was was open to the public yeah. the
4: year of the
1: letter yes
4: Yes. Do you, have you met either Walter or Ursula personally in this ha- timeline?
1: Yes, I have. I have met both, both Ursula and Walter.
0: Yes. What kind of a woman is Ursula? Could she have been the one to come here and steal it? Oh, no. Um, Ursula is uh Ursula has
1: passed away. Ah, actually.
0: Yeah. When did, she when...
1: she passed away in
0: 1897. Oh dear. That's the year of the letter. Yeah, okay. um
5: sorry, it's it's been a while since I've read the letter. Um wasn't it that that's it. I mean, I thought that it was in your hand, Dr. Osterman, and um, it seemed like you were sympathetic towards Walter. Didn't you say something
1: tragic happened to him? Yes. Yes. Um, yes, something tragic did happen to, to Walter, actually. Um, to in this first timeline or first. from the letter? Well, no, in this in this timeline, actually, um, hmm. yes, uh, it's yes, um, eighteen ninety two, I believe. Uh, Walter Walter became ill, uh, and was was ill for a few years, five, perhaps. I believe maybe he was ill for five years. Yes, that,
0: that sounds about right. Yes. There are too many coincidences. To our matters. story.
3: You know the nature of his illness?
1: Um, not, not, not really. Um, I was not, not in, not working with them at that time.
0: No. Well, Julia, wouldn't you guess that it would be memory loss and strange changes in personality?
1: <laughs> Doctor
3: Alden, I would guess that.
0: There is a mystery here worthy of our investigation.
2: Uh, Yes, do you, uh, Dr. Oshman, do you have tea or coffee or anything?
1: Um, Yes, yes, we can certainly get you something to drink. Um, You know, Miss Peasley, if you wouldn't mind getting us a a nice pot of tea, please. And uh, she agrees and heads off to get that for you.
0: Would you mind showing me some of your research papers? Um,
1: yes, I suppose i could I could do that um you know is there I anything in particular <laughs> <laughs> yes, i i I certainly understand um, it's well, uh, I
0: see some of the theories in math behind your 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 propositions. Here's your theories.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, so I can certainly uh, see what I have and uh, give you a look over what, what, what might be going. Um, I'll uh, I'll just head down to the, the the lab and I'll be right back with that information. Do you mind if we accompany? you? I'd like to see your laboratory. Um. Actually, if it's not not to be too particular, but unfortunately, if, if it's okay, I'd like you not to come with me.
5: All right. Well, if that's the evidence of the break-in, I would like to see. Unless you've already cleaned it or something.
1: Um, yes, we have have kind of cleaned up a little bit. Unfortunately, Walter did not make a very big mess. Actually, it seems like he went for what he was going for and.
5: Yeah. Ran well, away. Well, was was the place unlocked?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah no, I normally normally lock the front door. Uh, you know the exterior doors, and uh, um, you yes. don't
4: keep any sort of staff here in general. You maintain the house yourself.
1: Uh, yes, it's just myself and Miss Miss Peaslee. Yes,
4: yes, Miss Peaslee resident. Interesting.
1: Um, yes.
4: <sighs> the, the, uh, um, I, mean- I understand that you're you don't want us poking about your lab, but I I also, you said the device was three feet in height? Yes. What Roughly...
5: And and quite heavy.
4: Well, that's, I was wondering, is it lead or gold?
1: Uh, 200 pounds and three feet. Yes. It's, um, I have to say, I'm quite very proud of it myself. Um, It's... Uh, constructed of uh, different kinds of materials, um, you've probably seen a number of the, uh, the, the the minerals and geological formations that I have around the house. Um, so it's formed of uh, using some of that material as well as different bits of metal and uh, wiring and that sort of thing. Oh, rock
0: yes. and metal. Yes, uh, that's why it's so heavy.
1: And
2: wiring is it in a, it's an electrical device
0: um it does
1: it does have some some uh some copper wiring built into this the system in order to connect uh everything together there is there something you
4: wouldn't call powered is there a a pile involved is there electrical activity
0: there are there are a number of minerals that cause electrical discharge when they're they receive a shock or a i mean a, a, a physical Shock or sound waves have we used them to make uh well do we have talkie movies yet?
1: Um barely. Just barely.
0: Yeah. Um, Selenium, I think, reacts to light and produces electricity. Yeah. Go he ahead. can tell
1: you that he hasn't quite got the electrical com- the battery if there would be a battery part of it. He hasn't got it hooked up yet.
0: Are are you suggesting that certain frequencies can unlock these doors, resonance in crystals.
1: That's what I'm hoping to prove, yes. That's what I'm hoping to prove.
0: I would like very much to show you a bit of my research, but I didn't, like, carry it around with me everywhere I go.
1: Very much love to to see that. Um, So... Not to keep harping on it, but what is your feeling? Do you feel that you would be amicable to assist me with being a neutral party with Walter?
0: Well, it's a considerable expense to drive all the way to Wisconsin, but uh, you've intrigued uh, us with a very strange mystery.
1: Uh, don't, don't worry about the expense. We can cover your travel expenditures. Well, I suppose...
5: How do you wish to approach or us to approach this? You want us to just drive up to his house and knock on the door? I'm not sure how we would get the information out of him.
1: Um yes, that's actually exactly what I had in mind. Was just driving up there, introducing yourselves as uh, a neutral third party wishing to build bridges.
0: Yeah, build bridges he's at the uh, if he's at the facility in wisconsin we could see if we could schedule time to use the observatory um i'm an astronomer so that way yeah. we would have a ruse to go there
5: yeah i suppose because uh i mean some manipulation is definitely going to be required i i'm not too sure about just asking to see his lab you've invited us over and you don't want us to see your lab
4: Moreover, we're coming into this man's space and accusing him of theft, of valuable uh, well, theoretical work. I don't know how we can even
0: seem neutral. It sounds as though we'd be very partisan. What if we be a little more covert there? I am researching, You both of us are researching these signals that I've been receiving, uh, perhaps the use of the... Uh, uh, Kreutz uh, Telescope mm. um, will allow us to get there. And if we look over and see the device sitting on a table in the room, then we'll have our evidence there.
5: That would be quite convenient.
0: <laughs> and you could be our the- assistants. Yeah,
5: yeah, I'm not uh, opposed this, to the idea. I'm just hesitant. Um, I'm not sure I can do it alone. person,
2: apparently, who's?
5: Yeah, who's you can take that approach
2: for this, sure. This is.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. And,
2: I I need a moment.
1: And I'm gonna go Ms.
2: outside.
1: Miss Peaslee will come in with a tray, teapot, sugar cream. The whole day oh, Thank
2: you. I'll, I'll I'll make a cup of, of, of tea with, with cream and sugar, but I'm gonna go
1: okay.
2: outside onto that front.
0: Are you not feeling or well, or Mr. Something. Dangstrom?
2: I I'm I a bit a bit nauseous, just excuse me.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: yeah, as you're sitting there all taking tea, um having light conversation, um Osterman suddenly kind of slumps in his chair and he starts to spasm
0: some miss peaslee and oh for her dear she yeah I'll rush, comes. I'll rush
3: to his side
0: <laughs> yeah and
1: as you rush to his side um he starts to spasm very violently and falls into the floor oh my god uh, fo- foaming at the mouth um so yeah, he's he's in a really bad state. It, what do we do? How do we help him?
3: H- help me hold him down, Mister Rastlin. Uh, we don't need him okay. to hurt himself.
5: I, I, have, experience,
0: has been I have some I, experience
1: I
2: have experience with first, first aid. aid medicine, and
1: yeah, if yeah, you're stayed. outside, <laughs> if somebody wants to do a first aid roll, that would that would be helpful.
4: I will do that. Uh, if he has. I- and as it happens, I have this remarkable ability to. Well, no, I can't. I only can take a different action. Mm-hmm. I, uh, if you can uh, hold him uh, more firmly in his chest, I'm going to try to press this effort with further thought. Clearing okay. his mouth, getting this pencil in there so that he doesn't swallow his tongue. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think... Uh, do I recognize anything?
1: Regular success only. Um, what were you rolling? First aid? First aid. First aid? Yeah, it, it. he is giving every sign of a seizure. That's what he looks like he's doing. And so you're... Success is able, you're able to keep him from biting his own tongue um, and you're sort of able to to stabilize him. And after a few minutes of these convulsions, um, he finally does come to uh, a stop, but he does not wake up.
0: He's had a. psycho like ground mal seizure. Uh, Miss Peasley, does he have medication or.
1: Um yes he he does have some medication um I I'm going to get the call the doctor I'm going to call yes, an yes, ambulance and sure. have him taken to to a hospital um, and she goes to the phone and immediately calls for for a doctor actually
5: all right we we should get Nathaniel in here. I was curious while we were talking to him. He has perfect memories of the last five years. I think that that clock was running out, and this might be the moment where he's coming back.
3: I'll, I'll go get him. Yeah, I've run out to wherever you've gone to. Dr. Daystrom, quick, hurry!
2: What, what, what's happened?
3: He's, he's had a seizure. Come, quick.
2: Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back inside then.
5: Mm-hmm yeah and i'll i'll repeat this myself just nathaniel he's is, it was 5 years ago but maybe it hadn't happened yet
2: he's, he's coming coming back or uh this is do i recall like waking
1: up in a hospital when i came back to um yeah you you have recollesh- recollection of coming to um you were not in a hospital though you you woke up in your house um on the floor uh, is is where you were, you found yes, yourself it was,
2: it was a see that i i had collapsed it, you you could be quite right spencer this could be the the final progression but the uh, this this yeah. uh, his his manner this is uh, I do mean, not I, I i i i don't i don't know this is
5: yeah. Well, it seems to me he's that he seeing
2: him seeing him like that and thinking that I was I gross. don't know like that for for 5 years and this uh this Walter now and
6: oh god. I,
5: yeah. Well, we we need to make sure he's okay and we need to ask him if he remembers any of his previous ambition. It seems to me that He gained a very peculiar interest, pursued it to the full extent, and now the time has run out. He might not remember a single thing about the device or what it does or even why we're here.
4: Pursued it to the extent of a sort of breakthrough, but the person that he was corresponding with about it had his episode some years earlier i don't know if there's a real correlation
2: i mean this could be i don't know maybe this walter has done more research into what people do in these states that he experienced that his looking at the matters far more uh extensive than i he perhaps came noticed or got word somehow that it occurred to osterman and I don't know. I don't know. It's hmm. it's like being it's like being confronted with a specter, someone you used to be yeah. briefly for a time. It's uh,
5: well, you didn't create any devices. I what don't if, know what I did, Spencer. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I don't I, know. I'm, I'm just trying to put things together. I don't mean to be insensitive, but these these books, these.
2: Books that he read, the books in my house. It's,
5: I yeah, well, I mean, just the idea of a specter. What if it is a transitive being that goes from one that, person to another you, to what achieve is the that, goal? What does
2: that mean?
5: What if he used you to you? learn and then came into you? Mr. O- Doctor Osterman with the gain knowledge to pursue what, this?
2: That doesn't. Like a ghost, like a spirit of possession. But well, you
5: use the word specter, yes, be... exactly like that. It was
2: metaphorical. It was
0: now, now, gentlemen. If if we're going to put this in the terms of what Mister Osterman was saying about alternate universes, let's assume for a moment that in each of our lives there's moments when, for instance, when you're teenagers, when you're preparing to go to college, where in one instance, you could turn right down a corridor, and in another instance, you could have turned left down the corridor. If you went down the right corridor, you would end up being a geologist. If you went down the right corridor, you'd end up being an astrophysicist. And that maybe those two universes exist, and that somehow, they're still both you. Uh, Nathan Daystrom, in one universe, is interested in what did you say? Uh, medieval medievalists, and then the other one he's interested in another form of anthropology, and that somehow the two of you, but
2: it's but most people just go down one corridor, they don't lose five years of their life in the blink of an eye. I'm going back outside, this
5: is overwhelming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's very, very high strung. Um,
5: yeah, yeah I well, Dr. I, I probably probably have to appreciate
0: yeah. Well, he yeah. kept saying something about crystals, and sometimes crystals can cause ele- both electricity and certain resonances. And we've been picking up radio waves. With the crystal a very, system. A very odd radio wave. Um, I'm just wondering if the, if, the, if the functioning of such a machine would actually cause an effect that we could pick up in our own laboratories mistaking it for being something from outer space, when in fact it's from Wisconsin, or it's from... It would certainly make more sense that it would be intelligible language
4: that it was from the United States. Right. Uh, But since uh, Osterman's machine wasn't even powered yet, assuming that his paranoid delusions are accurate and his correspondent traveled halfway across the continent to steal it from him then he figured out how to electrify it as well and use it to generate a broadcast frequency
0: I maybe it's the... been going on in one of the timelines for a lot longer these these incidents seem to have been occurring over the past 30 years very point you made, however, about human contingency, the fact
4: that every time you make a decision, the universe bifurcates either literally or imaginatively into two universes. For, for example, Miss Chase's grandparents to have procreated five years earlier so that her parents married 10 years earlier so that she was alive to sign a document... 20 years earlier than she could have those are not probable contingencies no matter what happens that doesn't seem like a shift in a uh, line of uh, or a linear chain of events in the universe it sounds like a, a fantasy world something out
0: of lewis yeah. carroll unfortunately we just don't know what time is einstein says it's the fourth dimension you know he's a very clever fellow it could be that oh. every every single male sperm infects an egg and creates a 100 trillion new different universes with new different versions of Julia that all end up doing different things. One of the
4: things I enjoy about mathematics is that it can be quite theoretical. However, the theories are usually based in something more than playful uh-huh. thought experiments and honestly the idea that you would refer to the generation of a new human phenotype as an infection of a egg strikes me as somewhat inhuman the sperm doesn't infect an egg
0: it conjoins with it and then union well perhaps my terminology is a bit off but uh idea is the same trillions of possibilities and each All one right. of those so, would be supplying a different substance to the other can we stop talking about sperm for a little bit
5: perhaps <laughs> i'm not smart enough to understand this but you think that his device could have activated from a resonance from another timeline but if we're opening that door and saying that there's ultimate timelines then doesn't that mean there's Infinite alternate timelines doesn't that mean it's, everything is happening at the same time? And that should, if they can affect us, then it all should, right?
0: That's that's oh. that certainly is possible. All things may happen. All possibilities may happen somewhere. That's, some that is that is not remotely elegant. No, it would also mean that there could be an infinite number of Earths with an infinite number of everything. Yeah, and then that know? would
5: mean chaos. That would just mean things popping in and out at random, if things could cross or bridge.
0: Like I say, we don't know what time actually is.
5: Well, we I think know we know it's a
0: fourth it, dimension. Well, we don't know why it only flows in one direction. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it flows backwards as well, and we just can't perceive it. Hmm. The old idea that, you know, God made the universe in six days when everybody, you know, a thousand years ago knew that if he was God, he could have made it all in the snap of a finger. He didn't need six days, but time is perceived the way that we perceive it, which is moment by moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe it all happens at the same time.
4: The Talmudic God seems to me a bit of a jazz performer. He was improvising one bet and then following it with another. Hey, if he thought it all out ahead of time on some sort of slate, he wouldn't seem very creative. Uh, well, do, do we think we actually have to go out of state and confront a total stranger because of this, this odd letter and a madman who may not recover his
5: yeah i don't know i i would like to know if he's gonna live when when virginia comes back i think i'm gonna ask for a different drink that's a little bit stronger
0: well yeah, I... remember gentlemen we are part of a club that's interested in investigating this strange and bizarre and if well, mr is willing to pay i find it intriguing and it is
4: summer vacation uh but the man who promised to cover our tra- train fare just collapsed into a frothing mass on the floor so yeah he might not know who we are in 5 minutes or 2 days when he awakens
1: as you're having this conversation the ambulance arrives they collect dr osterman and load him into the ambulance and they take him away um and virginia will will ask you know, if if you all still would like to go to Conson, we're happy. I'm happy to authorize the 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 funds for your trip. Actually. Would you Would you like to join us, Miss Peasley? Um, i I could I could
4: certainly drive you up there. You are referenced in the document, so it, yeah. it pertains to you as well.
0: to Wisconsin's only a two-hour drive. It's
1: 90 miles. I suppose
3: we ought to.
0: In our super speedy 35-mile-an-hour cars.
6: Yeah.
4: (laughs) I understand there's some new tarmacadam being employed. That might pay some things.
1: Okay. So do you all... What would you all like to do at this at this stage?
6: I'm sure
3: the professor gets off into an ambulance. Well, and...
1: yeah, oh, no, let's okay. find
0: out. Yeah. Uh what's the day of the week?
1: Uh we'll, we'll say this Friday.
0: Okay. The 10th is a Friday.
4: Um i mean a weekend visit isn't inappropriate i wouldn't mind going to see if i can learn anything about this walter kreutz and his sister before we confront him Yep, can Uh, be done it's probably early enough in friday in fact since we had a morning meeting to just see what the library has
0: should i then make an appointment and tell him that he would like to use the telescope as our rooms so that's the way are
3: things are typically done Dr Alden then yes if you should
0: and honestly who wouldn't want to look through an excellent observatory telescope just because yeah. probably see the uh the aqueducts on Mars yeah mm-hmm. yeah you can uh,
1: um uh, you can uh, do that no problem
0: all right so I guess okay. we go back Maybe call later and find we need out. To check how. on
3: Dr. Daystrom though. He seems to be in
0: Yeah.
5: The I'll ask uh stress.
1: Virginia if uh if there's any alcohol in the house.
5: Uh-huh.
1: She says, Well yes, there is, and she points to right. uh to a to a bottle that's right. um near near the desk where his study
5: Great. Uh, I would and, like and to his... pour uh two glasses and bring one as an apology to Nathaniel.
1: <laughs> okay
5: easy done yeah just uh yeah I was not trying to make light of your situation in any way I am just very overwhelmed and I would like to understand what's happening better sir
2: I don't know what the hell Alden is on about believing all of that
6: whatever <sighs> he was saying
2: I'm concerned it's the similarities it's i have to talk to this walter yeah well he must know what occurs in these five year spans better than anyone it happened to him decades before it happened to me he's had a
5: lot more time oh so he was before you i see um yeah, you could you could notify him beforehand and tell him that he's the third that you've learned of and that you'd like some kind of meeting.
2: No, if he did take something from this I don't know what to call it from Osterman's amnesiac self.
5: Yeah, that's probably that appropriate.
2: That's That's interesting. I don't know yeah. if it's interesting in a way that I want to telegraph
5: that knowledge to yeah. him. I understand. I believe it's your choice on how to approach it.
2: And I, I, I feel I need to wait. Wait for Osterman to wake back up. See if that is what we think it is. That he's returned. That his yeah. five years are up. That it is like clockwork, some kind of infernal mechanism, a okay. replacement of the self. But it's like it slides in a projector. It's yeah, I'm very curious cruel. as well,
5: but I don't know. Like if if you woke up in the floor of your house, that seems instantaneous to me, or you know, in a short. I don't span know how long I could have been
2: there. I could have exactly had a seizure and collapsed and was not found for a yeah, period of yeah,
5: time. Yeah, exactly, but I mean. We just don't know with him whether it'll be today or a month. Like we, I don't think we can just wait around. Uh, Miss Miss Peasley would like to drive us up to Wisconsin this weekend.
2: That's not so far of a drive. I want to at least wait a day. At least give him a day to wake back up.
5: We could. Yeah, let's let's talk to the others. I I I would like to see him after he awakes as well.
2: And I will drink the entire glass of what is this, brandy in one
1: oh
5: yeah.
2: One gulp. One go.
1: Okay. Okay. So uh doc uh Flint wanted to do some research on the Kreutzes. Okay. Right. if you would like to do a library use role.
4: Yipes, eighty-seven. That's not worth spending that kind of catastrophic luck. Look. <laughs> I'm looking only at better homes and gardens.
5: For
4: some <laughs> yeah.
1: Does somebody
5: else want to want to give it a go? I would like to, yeah. Okay. So I got a regular I'm... success. Not very good. I'm sorry,
4: what okay. are we
1: doing? Uh we're uh researching the Kreutzes.
4: Oh they okay. were involved with the World Fair and have a public. I'd like to know how she died.
1: Yes. What did you roll, Spencer? A regular?
5: Yeah, I rolled a fifty-two.
1: Okay. 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 You do find an article.
5: Disappearance of local woman triggers observatory search. Chicago Tribune, June 21st, 1897. Er, Following the disappearance of a local laboratory assistant, Ursula Kreutz, police have opened a criminal investigation into her possible murder. Miss Kreutz was reportedly last seen by her brother, Dr. Walter Kreutz, well known for his uh, construction of the new observatory. While Dr. Kreutz has not been named a suspect in the investigation, police have carried out an extensive search of the grounds of the Kreutz Observatory, which recently finished construction and was expected to open to the public in the near future. And the Antarctic, a real whalebone. Mm. That seems fun possible foul play that Walter could have had some involvement is the implication
4: well and that letter said the tragedy of that night so the tragedy of that night means that Ursula went somewhere yeah. uh, I almost wonder how long Miss Peasley has been working for them. Maybe Miss Peasley is Ursula and doesn't remember being Ursula because
1: she's got the five year itch. Oh man. Well, how old is I... Miss Peasley? Um, Miss Peasley appears to be in her mid 30s. So probably mm-hmm.
4: too old to be Ursula who disappeared in 97. Yeah.
5: Well, if, if we're, I mean, I i have no grounds for theory but if if we're saying it's some kind of specter that goes from one host to another learning to advance goals then i would think that it couldn't happen to two people simultaneously
4: didn't he wasn't he recovered from his five-year period 97 i don't remember exactly what we were told i just remember yes that he'd had it in the past
1: yeah yeah he uh Walter Walter uh recovered in 1897 from his five year
5: so he created the observatory while under the influence
1: yes yeah yeah the observatory was completed Interesting. completed in 1897
4: so and I'm sorry the World's Fair was 96 uh 93
1: 93. Oh, 93 yeah yeah they so built they... the they, did they built it, they... a telescope in 93 and then they built the observatory a few years later
4: right. the siblings were still working together competently in 93. he recovered in 97 and she vanished in 97 as was noted on the solstice no less when we apparently were there and signed a document that can't exist
0: troubling i will ask miss Peasley if i can use the phone and then I will contact. However, uh, whatever procedure you do to see if you can secure the telescope for use okay. over Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yeah, um, you can. Uh, you can dial up the operator um, and ask for the Kreutz Observatory in for Lake Geneva, to... Wisconsin. Um, she says, "One moment, please," and a connection is made, and. You get the operator in Lake
0: Geneva, mm-hmm. and she says, um, "I'm sorry, sir. Where were you calling?" I'm calling from Chicago. I'm calling to uh, the Kreutz Observatory in Geneva, Wisconsin.
1: Oh, um, th- there's no telephone to that to that observatory. Well, how there's... about
0: to uh, Mr. Walter Kreutz?
1: Um, my understanding Where's... is he lives at the observatory.
0: Well, how do you get in touch with him? There's got to be a way. If he's running an observatory, I'll check uh, with the university.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry not to be be helpful.
0: Um, actually, I'll, and I'll before she hangs up, I'll say, can you get me the uh, uh, University of Wisconsin? In, oh yes, uh, uh, astronomy department.
1: Uh, she said, yes. One moment, please. And uh, she makes the connection, and you get the operator at the University of Wisconsin, um, and she transfers you down to uh, the astronomy, did you say? Astronomy, astronomy
0: department. Astronomy yeah. department,
1: yeah. And she is, transfers you to the astronomy department. Um, a secretary by the name of uh, uh, Barbara Shiflett answers the phone, and she says, yes, uh, how may I help you today?
0: Hello. Um this is Dr. Tycho Alden from Chicago University. Um I'm trying to secure some time on the Kreutz uh telescope, but I can't seem to get a hold of Mr. Kreutz or the Kreutz Observatory. Do you have any information on that?
1: Um I, I do have some information on the Kreutz Observatory. Um the Kreutz Observatory is not open to the public right now, um, so unfortunately, my understanding is they are not uh, receiving any any scientists to their facility.
0: Rats. Um, yeah. Thank you.
1: That uh, that that I believe happened uh, 19, 1922. I think that's. They when stopped it shut down. receiving. Yeah, 1922.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. Have a nice day.
0: Well, we have a problem, folks. Uh, Christ Observatory's been shut down since 1922. Um, they don't have a phone. They don't receive. So now it is a matter of us going there and sneaking around. We can still use that as a backup excuse. Oh, I'm sorry, Doctor Walter. We've We've intruded on your time, but we really could use using your telescope for our research. Yeah. We'll let you well, knock what you on the you can say door. is just go
5: away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, perhaps we shouldn't all arrive at the same time then. I don't know. But um, th- is he teaching classes? Does he have any sort of social life? Has he just been Apparently a recluse? Not. How did not. How did Dr. Osterman
1: contact him? He said it was a phone call, didn't he? He did say it was a phone call, but um, Osterman did not say where Walter called him from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: didn't say it was recent either. So So
5: we might want to just wait a day or two for Osterman to wake up. And perhaps he'll have
0: more information on how to contact. Perhaps. The weekend is so convenient, though. Um, It is. I'm willing to go. Let's let's drive up there tomorrow and just don't know, we're investigator team snoop around i i can at least tell him that i'm from the chicago university and i i was hoping i was in the neighborhood and hoping and these are my friends who i'm traveling with
4: you'd even tell him you from the university of
0: chicago which exists right and wow. i can just i can even say that the university of wisconsin recommended that i just drop by it's a lie but i mean the worst he can say is get get off my property in which case we shoot him and then we hide the body and get what we want but, this this all seems just that close to a bunch of nonsense but
3: I think more I than just that
0: close. <laughs> well, I just i I don't think we have anything else to do. It might be fun. I I'm very upset that it's that it's bothered Dr. Daystrom so much. But uh, yeah.
4: Well, there's this. Um, I mean, had I lost five years of my life to some sort of uncategorizable neurological disorder and then to learn that several other people seem to have had
0: a similar event I understand and
1: understand it. Uh,
0: osterman had his episode before he managed to bring me any of the schemata for his machine right
4: indeed he was not he did not go to the cellar in return and we did not take advantage of his collapse to break into his
0: laboratory and he seemed very adamant that he didn't want us in there, so I have to respect the man's wishes. Which I hope man? that he's all right. The man of five years or the man after the five years? Something that Spencer said intrigued me. The... But, you know, Spencer, you're talking about, like, souls switching. I'm not sure that I believe in the soul. Personality well, is traveling.
5: yeah personality for sure because it's not just losing that chunk of your life it's becoming someone else and then becoming yourself again at the end
0: i just had an intriguing thought yeah i think that we're receiving alien messages from outer space what if what if they're trying to learn about us and they're doing it they're borrowing us for 5 years To learn all about our culture and then switching back when they've got enough information. Mm, Very fuzzy.
5: No.
4: Your thinking is very fuzzy. If there's time travel involved with this phenomenon, and that's how we can be in a universe in which we were all alive and adult and cognizant in 1897. And they wouldn't very well need a medieval list in nineteen twenty. They could just visit the medieval period in thirteen sixty and oh, that's yeah, know, that's, that's watch it for true. themselves.
5: Well, I don't think we need to assign a specific culprit, whether it's aliens or other dimensional beings or us from another timeline. If we think that's what it is, is some force doing it intentionally, then. That's different than a mental illness.
0: It's also an intrusion. Uh, uh, it is. Uh, it's, a, it's a violation.
4: Certainly, no civilization that was sophisticated enough technologically would treat us so cavalierly.
0: That so closely resembles a line from Mr. H.G. Wells' book, War of the Worlds, that surely the alien civilizations more intelligent than us would be much more close to god and uh much more advanced morally and then his story goes on to show the aliens coming here and wiping out most of the human population
4: well you know they were violent enslavers, but uh, after all mr wells was uh reasonably objecting to the colonial behavior of his own empire of course the fact is that if you were intelligent enough to travel between planets you would probably have some sort of germ theory which his aliens did not did... if you were capable of traveling between planets and you had germ theory you might not be petty selfish and greedy
0: did we come in multiple vehicles or did we... we haven't traveled yet to Mr. Osterman's house, oh
4: uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how we got to
0: Osterman's. i'm I'm thinking that I would like very much to do a little research before we go if we're going to go tomorrow. Um, this whole idea of the frequency of crystals and vibrations and stuff kind of intrigues me. I'd like to compare it to my own data on the radio waves that I've been receiving. See if there's a correlation.
1: Yeah, you can you can certainly do that. Uh,
0: I'll do that later on this evening. Yeah,
1: yeah, later on this evening, and kind of kind of come up with what you will. Um, we have reached two hours. Um, are you guys feeling like you want to press to the? Because if we could do thirty more minutes, we could probably get to the observatory.
0: I'm or Do willing, you want to call? It? Can we take a quick break? Sure. Unless this is a good spot to break,
1: um, this is actually not a bad spot to to stop either. So we can you, we can stop here and
0: as many episodes as you want for this. So
1: yeah, we might have another another episode. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> what I, us
4: us? I, might yeah. <laughs> it might go <laughs> long. might go long. I was thinking just maybe for a few
5: conversations, first room.
4: That's I so was thinking
1: yeah I know I know um, but yeah I think I think stopping here is a good point then we can pick it up okay. next session okay. uh, on your way to the observatory that
0: works for me fantastic our players included Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, and David Gasway, Caitlin McDowell and myself Julian Arby as the keeper of Arcane lore. we have a discord server where you can chat with other members you can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, iTunes, or Podbean. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot